Today is Tuesday, April 5th, 2022, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast. A high wind warning remains in effect for our entire listening area until midnight tonight. We're looking at wind gusts potentially approaching 70 miles an hour. High winds may move loose debris, damage property, and cause power outages. Travel could be difficult, especially for high-profile vehicles. Blowing snow could also reduce visibility to less than a mile at times at and above mountain pass level. If you haven't secured loose objects and those loose objects have not flown away yet, now is the best time to secure them. For the rest of your Tuesday, Strong winds, cooler and cloudy. Slight chance of rain and snow showers in the afternoon. Patchy blowing dust through the day. Highs 45 to 50. West winds 35 to 50 miles an hour, gusting to around 65. 50% chance of precipitation. Tonight, very windy and cloudy. Slight chance of rain showers and snow showers in the evening. Then a slight chance of snow showers after midnight. Lows around 30. Northwest winds 30 to 40. Decreasing to 20 to 30 after midnight. Gusts up to 55. 20% chance of precipitation. Precipitation. Wednesday, windy. Mostly cloudy in the morning, becoming partly cloudy. Highs around 50. Northwest winds 20 to 30. Wednesday night, colder and mostly clear. Lows 20 to 25. Northwest winds 10 to 20, decreasing to up to 10 after midnight. Thursday, sunny. Highs around 55. South winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday night and Friday, warmer and partly cloudy. Lows 30 to 35. Highs around 70. Friday night, breezy and mostly cloudy. 20% chance of rain. Lows around 35. Saturday, breezy and cooler and mostly cloudy. 20% chance of rain and snow. Highs 45 to 50. Saturday night, colder and mostly cloudy. Lows around 25. A public meeting to discuss the latest on the Cottonwood Bridge in Hill County is set for this Wednesday at 6 p.m. at the Great Northern Fairgrounds. Rehabilitating the bridge is expected to cost well over $4 million, and the county commission has been discussing ways that they may be able to fund the project through COVID relief funds or other grants. The county is applying for a $15,000 grant that requires a $15,000 match to create a preliminary engineering report that will provide a blueprint to fixing the bridge. Once this is completed, the county will be in a better position to apply for grants to actually complete the project. The bridge, which was built in the 1930s, is the only bridge in Hill County, north of Fresno Dam, that crosses the Milk River. The USDA's Rural Development Native American Coordinator for Montana will be visiting reservations along the High Line over the next two weeks to discuss their single-family housing programs and other related activities. On Tuesday, April 5th and Wednesday, April 6th, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., they'll be visiting the Blackfeet Housing Authority in Browning. On Thursday, April 7th, they'll be visiting the Chippewa Cree Housing Authority in Box Elder from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. On Tuesday, April 12th, they'll be visiting Fort Peck Housing Authority in Poplar from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And on Wednesday, April 13th, they'll be visiting the Fort Belknap Reservation from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Please call the Native American Coordinator directly at 672-0489 to make an appointment. Montana State University Northern has announced that outgoing state legislator Brian Hoven will be delivering this spring's commencement address, set for May 7th in the Armory Gymnasium at 10 a.m., with doors opening at 9 a.m. According to a press release, Hoven was born and raised in Great Falls before graduating from Princeton University in 1963 and working at Procter & Gamble. Hoven started a farm equipment dealership in Great Falls in 1977 and later used an SBA disaster loan to help stay afloat. 
Hoven turned to public service and won an election as a Republican to the State House from 2009 to 2014 before moving over to the State Senate in 2015, where he has served ever since but is not seeking re-election. Briefly taking a look at local COVID updates, we'll start with Hill County. On Monday, they reported their weekly update, and there were five new COVID cases and two recoveries. Total case count for Hill, 4,830, five active, none hospitalized, 4,753 recoveries, 72 deaths. Over in Blaine County, between April 1st and 4th, they reported no new COVID cases and one recovery. Total case count for Blaine, 2,411, three active, three hospitalized, 2,375 recoveries, 33 deaths. Turning to state news, Northwestern Energy has announced that water releases from Hebgen Dam will be reduced through April 24th to the Madison River in order to capture more water in Hebgen Reservoir. The company says this is due to persistent drought conditions, low soil moisture, and low snowpack that are contributing to a forecast of continued low water levels at Hebgen Reservoir this season. River recreationists should be aware of the lower flows and use caution. The public is asked to avoid walking on any rainbow trout spawning reds during this low flow period. Upper Madison River flows may be reduced to 550 cubic feet per second at the Kirby U.S. Geological Survey gauge and to 950 CFS below Madison Dam at the McAllister U.S. Geological Survey gauge. Montana's Department of Livestock has begun implementation of an updated policy for recording, transferring, and re-recording of brands. Major changes include additional acceptable characters, more lenient format guidelines, and the elimination of over 40% of regional character conflicts. The policy was developed by a committee of state legislators, representatives of industry organizations, members of the Board of Livestock, and MDOL staff in response to the industry's requests for increased availability of two-character brands. The Department of Livestock Policy for Recording, transferring, and re-recording of brands is available to view on their website, liv.mt.gov. A Bozeman area man who admitted to dealing meth in the community was sentenced last week to four years in prison and five years supervised release. Marty Eugene McDonald, 62, of Clyde Park, pleaded guilty in December 2021 in U.S. District Court to possession with intent to distribute meth. The government alleged that in late 2020, the Missouri River Drug Task Force began an investigation into meth distribution by co-defendants Jared Williams and Max Dilson. The investigation led to McDonald and included three controlled purchases of meth from him. McDonald reported to law enforcement that he received about two pounds of meth from Williams over a six-month period and had been dealing meth for longer than he knew Williams. Williams was sentenced previously to eight years in prison for his conviction in the case. An arrest warrant was issued for Stilson, who failed to appear for sentencing after conviction in the case. A third co-defendant, Arthur Kane, was sentenced previously to five years in prison for his conviction in the case. And now taking a look at wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel, for Hill County, winter wheat $9.34, spring wheat $10.19. Blaine County, winter wheat $9.24, spring wheat $10.14. Liberty County, winter wheat $9.39, spring wheat $10.19. Shoto County, winter wheat $9.34, spring wheat $10.19. And Phillips County, winter wheat $9.19, spring wheat $10.09. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Betty Jean Baltrush, 89, passed away peacefully at her residence in Haver, March 25th. Funeral services will be held Friday, April 8th at 1 p.m. at the Haver Assembly of God with Pastor Norman Christofferson officiating. Burial to follow in Highland Cemetery. Betty's family suggests donations be made to the Assembly of God Women's Ministry, Alzheimer's Association, or Bear Paw Hospice in lieu of flowers. And that is going to do it for this Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, 
We are your source for news and information, KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Everyone have a great rest of your Tuesday and stay safe out on the roads.